Good morning and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on my talk 1071 and live streaming on a device near you. I'm Jace. Alexis is taking some days off. Holly Roberts is here. Good morning, Holly. Good morning, Jason Matheson. And joining us today, you know her, you love her. She's America's buddy, Colleen Lindstrom. Hello, buddy. Hello, buddy. Good morning. Good morning. And good morning to all of you. It is uh, Thursday, February 29th. What the hell? There is no such thing as February 29th, uh, 2024. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to Bachelor's Day. Welcome to Digital Learning Day. Mm. Welcome to International Underlings Day. Welcome to Leap. Just leap out of something. Leap out of a plane, off a step, whatever. National Frog Legs Day. Welcome to Surf and Turf Day. Welcome to National Time Refund Day. Rare Disease Day. And welcome to your hot bean waters, Pauline says. Yes. Cheers. 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 Hello there, folks. Hi, Johnny. Mm. Oh, it's mm. tasty. Oh. It's so beautiful. Oh. Johnny, where are you right now? We come to you from beautiful Burbank. That's right. <laughs> Cheers, Johnny. Cheers. Cheers to that. Absolutely. Mm. Um, I wanted to let you guys know really quick before we go any further that there there's is no another. Click. We have three hours. So Great. So well, then let me take my time. Uh, another thing has arrived, what? and that is allergies. It is clear that we are uh, heading into the warmer weather. Are you guys having this problem right now? Oh my god! You're literally your 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 eyes are watering as you I talk know. On the radio. It's unbelievable. And I took an allergy pill. I always do, but I'm just a little scratchy, a little sneezy. I'm a little. I got like two two dwarfs at least on board. Holly and I just thought you were emotional. Uh, yes, with ha- so uh, overcome with here. happiness to be with us. No. I'm so happy to be here. Oh. It's okay. Here's a tissue. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for just. Letting me have some woe about my allergies, and I just want to say, fa- fellow sufferers, I see you. Yeah. Wow, minor Holly, do you have allergies? No, but uh, I was just talking with Colleen just before we went to air that I can tell the seasons are changing. Yeah. Because yesterday was migraine day, and it was like, oh no, oh, oh here it comes, and when it's oh. that really clear blue <laughs> sky. And there's a lot of changes in pressure and dew point and other things, and it just comes on with a vengeance. Mm. Woo! Oh, Jason, you have- are you feeling the weather in your knee out, out of oh, curiosity? Oh, yeah, or a toe, <laughs> or any any kind of limb. We all have our, like, we're all, mm-hmm. like, human weather veins. Yeah. I am in my feet, uh, my uh, my feet. There you go. And then my lower back. My lower back is still messed up. There you go. Yeah, I am. See, that's the age... It. We're at the age where we share our ailments. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely we are. Just head around the room. Uh-huh. Ask people what's ailing them today. Again, this isn't, you know, if you wanted, if you wanted a late night partying and uh, raves and stuff, that was, this, that's not this era of the show. That's not this era. No, we put the glow sticks down. That's yeah. right. This is the laughing and leaking era of our show. Oh. And and on that note. And now a laughing and leaking moment. Um we're gonna play a little quick game. I did a laughing and leaking type activity last night. Ooh. Would you like to guess what that activity I is? Do. I do. Hover round races. Okay. 
Holly? Mm, was it some kind of diaper drive? Very close, both of you. Oh, <laughs> exciting. I watched Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Wait a wow. second. I you have passed you through the Rubicon, man. Oh. I do that every day. Yeah, I watch. <laughs> you mean you don't turn it off after Jeopardy is done? I don't. We just ride like it a, on like, a, like a regular person does. Oh, we watch. Oh, Colleen. <laughs> husband is uh is is younger than i am now more mature uh less no he's more mature but younger in 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 in, uh in age biological age and he looked at me last night because it was one of those situations where um we're kind of in the middle of shows Mm -hmm. uh, we had one thing to watch last night and that was the real housewives of beverly hills reunion part one but Hello, we have to fill 6.30 to 7. Yeah. We had a half hour open. And I looked at him and I went rogue. We didn't We didn't go to Netflix. We didn't go to Max. No. We didn't go to Disney Plus. Mm-mm. I turned on linear television. You stayed network? Yeah. I, <laughs> I went so old school. I looked at him and I go, I literally said this, I go, we're going to watch Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Get out the rabbit ears. <laughs> I said, we are going to watch. And he looked at me and goes, what? And I go, we're watching Wheel of Fortune. And we completely got into it. It's so fun to watch. There was a fabulous woman who won who got was so excited. She scared Pat. And anybody that can scare Pat Sajak makes me happy. Right. Because he is he has become, he does need to retire. Yes. He is such a little hobgoblin. Agreed. <laughs> he is such a, a, an unhappy little hobgoblin. Yes. Meanwhile, Vanna White is over there just, she's been turning the same damn oh, letters girl. for umpty foo years. She makes all the money and she is happy. She knows. She, yeah. she knows. The, the worst part of her gig is working with Patsy. Yep. Yeah. And they probably oh. only see each other literally when they walk on the stage yes. together and then they yeah. go their separate ways. And she's just over there touching glowing things. I'm like, your life is great, Vanna. And and I I don't like to, especially, you know, after our conversation yesterday, I, I'm not, this is an observation. I'm not, I'm not making fun because look, we're all aging. I have right. so much Botox in me right now. I have so, <laughs> but, but I just do have a I have a I have an observation because I haven't watched Wheel in a while, so I haven't seen the little hobgoblin in a while. Mm-hmm. I do have an observation. Pat now follow me here. Yeah. It looks like you know the part of your face from your eyebrows down, like your eyebrows down to your chin. Yep. That I call seems- that the face. <laughs> <laughs> You know the part of your face that just sort of sits in the face region? Yep. I do know that part. Yeah, every, everything but the forehead. Wasn't Thank that a band you. in Holly, the 90s? That was. Everything but that. Or a shop no, in the mall. No, follow me here, though. Oh, follow me here. Okay. Take, take a look next time at a, at a modern picture of the Hobgoblin. Mm-hmm. It looks like his face is like a little landslide. 
it looks like his forehead it's coming is down. getting bigger. Yes, <laughs> and it's like his eyebrows down mm-hmm. is sinking. Yeah, and his hair, his eye, his forehead has gotten bigger. Yeah. And I, I just couldn't stop staring at it. I just and think he just seems so grumpy. That's oh, he does seem. He seems. There have been videos that have been gone viral of him just not giving a bleep about the people. Oh. He doesn't care about the contestants at all. It's like no. they're in the way of whatever he's doing. He wants to get to Morton's, yes. man. He just wants to be done. He's over it. Yeah. yeah, this is his fifth taping of the day. He wants to get out. Uh, I, I just, and I, 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 he's not my cup of tea. I wish he didn't have every job in broadcasting, but it's so bad that I actually just want Seacrest to take over now. Mm. Just Can mm-hmm. you just oh, take over now? I forgot about that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, Colin and I were talking about that last night, too, but. Uh, but no, the contestant was so enjoyable. If you wa- if you if you watched Wheel of Fortune last like, night, like I, I can't believe do. I'm saying that. Like Colleen does, <laughs> um, but uh, you know the contestant. I can't think of her name, but she was so damn delightful and so overly excited. Like genuinely, though, not I perform- love that. Not performative. Yeah, that that's eye roll inducing when you have those performative contestants. That mm-hmm. this she was genuinely excited to win her cruise excursion trip from national Geographic, oh i love but, that yeah. Ooh, good but, for oh, her that sounds like fun <laughs> I I lo- wheel of fortune is so fun because you can play along yes you can and i will say i'm usually really i'm i'm very good at playing wheel i sucked yesterday really oh my gosh i was really off my game i do feel like they've gotten very creative with some of the categories and the answers and i can say this because i am a wheel watcher (laughs) every day oh holly (laughs) yeah every day every day you know know, jeopardy's over you go click i i leave it on in the kitchen because i'm like prepping for dinner you know the kids won't bother me because i'm watching an old person show it's great It's phenomenal. Um, do you still watch Entertainment Tonight? It's, it's a real, a real good, good, show. good show. I don't. Hmm. Um, need, yeah, no, I don't watch that show. We need to. We need to do uh, those. We haven't done a birthday uh, Entertainment Tonight retro celebrity mm. birthday. We haven't done that in a while, Holly. Oh, we need yeah, to do one yeah. Of those. I don't know if there are many celebrities uh, doing a leap year, but we can definitely. Oh, that's maybe right. Maybe celebrate. Oh. Tomorrow. Today, yeah. though, better than any day because those leap day babies, they never get love. No. Well, maybe you could. Here's what we could do. Like, this is the one day a year. Yeah. That are, like in seven years that they get to yeah. actually have their birthday. You could send us an email at mytalk1071.com if you are a leap year baby. Yes. Oh, and yes. we can give you later on in the show. <gasps> An Entertainment Tonight style birthday roundup. I love this. Yes. So you have to have been born on a leap year or you know somebody who has. I can't fact check this. So this is an honor system, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll honor you later in the show. Your actual birthday must be February 29th. That's on your birth certificate. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I love this. I do too. When we come back, Wendy's walks backwards. Next. Hey everyone, it's Alexis. Last year I enrolled in My Genetics by Health Partners to get a better understanding of my genetic health risks. This community health research study with no cost genetic testing can help detect, prevent, and treat risks before they arise. 
but I also got to learn more about my ancestry breakdown and lots of interesting genetic traits, like if I'm prone to snoring, my caffeine metabolism, and even my earwax type. To learn more, visit healthpartners.com slash your genes. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Want to go for a spin? Watcher at 6.30 here on Channel 6. Da, da, da. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. Da, da, da. We now return you to our regularly scheduled <laughs> mediocre radio show. Yes. Be like Colleen. Be a wheel watcher. Every day. Every day. That's right. From 1988 <laughs> there. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's funny. We didn't get to this yesterday, and I know all of us probably had an opinion, but, oh, God, we had so much to talk about. Horrible people, trolls. Uh, uh, it was Willy just a Wonka. busy day. It was a busy, busy day. <laughs> Meth lab, Oompa Loompas. Oh, my we gosh. Had a, we had a lot to get to. So we did not get to Wendy's surge pricing. Uh, <laughs> just, just, where's the asteroid? I mean, Any, yeah. emphasis huh. on. <laughs> yeah. Holly, what, what, reset the table, and I know there's an update. Little Wendy, Little Wendy came out, saw her shadow, and made an announcement, didn't she? Yeah, yeah and uh, uh, that Wendy goes by the name of Wendy CEO Kirk Tanner. So <laughs> earlier this week, that by the way, I don't know the guy. That definitely sounds like a CEO of Wendy's name, right? Kirk yep. Tanner. Kirk Tanner. Made a statement about the Wendy's company earlier this week saying that they were going to begin features like dynamic pricing and day part offerings along with AI enabled menu changes and suggestive selling no. beginning next year. This happened on a call with investors earlier this month and it was reported a couple of days ago. Uh, can we not normalize this? And can, can, can CEOs and marketing departments uh, stop uh, doing your witchcraft? We we know what dynamic pricing yeah. means. I don't care what you call it. That just actually angers me more. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. yes. And they said it right there. Dynamic pricing and day mm. part offerings. Mm. So that caused a peasant revolt, meaning all of us 
saying, Burn hey, him! Hey, now! <laughs> well, we didn't get quite that. But oh, he's, sorry, I was going oh. peasant. No, he's I was just trying to be method. Wow. <laughs> See, we're not going to flame broil him. That's over at Burger King, <laughs> okay? They're the wow. one in their fight fiefdom. The Burger King. <laughs> Take it up with wow, him. Colleen. Yeah. <laughs> that went well, min- Sorry, that I went... Sh- did you watch Shogun last night? They took it to 11. They took it to 11. They took it to 11. Well, uh, now, Jason, you had a reaction. Where's the asteroid? Oh, yeah. yeah. Colleen is leading the peasant revolt yes. of 2024. <laughs> She's one of the townspeople from I Beauty am. and the Beast. I don't yeah. want to normalize this. I'm very mad about this. Yes. Well... There's been a clarifying statement to this. Oh, I love that. A clarifying <laughs> statement, which means you all read this wrong. Now, yep. <laughs> here's the initial quote, and I want I want you guys to listen to this initial quote from CEO Kirk Tanner of Wendy's. You can also do a fun Google image search. I just did. Oh, my gosh. Oh. He looks like a Kirk Tanner. Hold on. Now, damn it. Now, let me... Okay, Kirk yeah, Tanner. Now you feel left out. Look yeah. him up. All right. I'm okay. going to read you okay. what Kirk Tanner said, Jason. Look at him in the eyes while he reads. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm looking... Okay. Go ahead, Holly. I'm looking at him. Beginning in early 2025, we will begin testing more enhanced features like dynamic pricing and day part offerings, along with AI-enabled menu changes and suggestive selling. No, that's the same thing, only he used more yeah. words. Well, that's, that was what he initially said. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was setting the table. Oh, thank you. Okay, because I'm like, wait a second. That's the same thing. Because okay. Jason and Colleen, I want you to hold what I just said in your mind while I read you. Okay. Oh, I'll go back to looking at Kirk. His clarifying point. Kirk Tanner's clarifying point. Can't wait. Quote, we said these menu boards would give us more flexibility to change the display of featured items. This was misconstrued in some media reports as an intent to raise prices when demand is highest at our restaurants. We have no plans to do that and would not raise prices when our customers are visiting us most. Um, That's not a whatever. No, you don't get to gaslight me just because you're Kirk Tanner. Yeah. You don't With get to do that. With facial oh, hair. oh, he has facial, he has facial hair. hair now. I must have been looking at a non recent photograph. Yeah. Okay. Well, good on you, Tanner. Yeah. Kirk. Come on. You, you can't <laughs> you you can't fool us. You you just said that. You're and let me be clear, Kirk, you didn't say it. Your your in house marketing team uh-huh. wrote that for you. Uh you you're just saying that because of the blowback. Because you, you didn't blow back Mm-mm. for days and this was circulating yeah if you if your marketing team if this really was if this really was uh uh not the truth you would have been on cnbc you're somebody from your team and i'm not joking here you, your marketing team your corporate marketing team would have uh, uh hiked their leg and peed on this yeah on day one yeah day or immediately on social media you don't even have to wait to go on and cnbc yeah mm-hmm yeah mm-hmm uh, Yeah, this is a classic case of you are trying to impress certain parties. Yeah. While uh, and then when when the parties you weren't trying to impress were not impressed, you try to gaslight us. Yeah. Right. Like we've seen we've been here before. Do you remember? We were not here very long ago. I'm looking at you, Schmelta. You know, when Delta did the big like overhaul. And they were trying to make it sound like it was for our benefit. And we were like, but but we're not but not benefiting. No, at all. Right? Oh. I know. Sorry. I got you remad. Mad all over again. Sorry. Oh, well. Uh, okay. 
So we go from Wendy's. There's one more company to talk about, and it's old school. What does Macy's closing 150 stores, basically 30% mean? Mm. We'll talk about that in department. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back to your morning party. Please take off your shoes. We just, Holly and I just had our carpet, the carpet clean. So. Mm. Take off you your know, shoes before you come into the party. Little do you know, I generally almost always broadcast without shoes on. Um, I actually don't have, I, me too right now. Because I, now, I laugh and leaking. I now oh, do a foot roll. That I do is, a foot roll to help my laughing and leaking arches. Does that not feel like a dream? It does. That thing looks legit. Yeah, it's firm. A girl, it's legit. Yeah. It's one of those new ocean foam things. I love that. From the people that did uh, uh, Love Your Melon. Yes. They, they, uh, helps the environment and it uh, helps my feet. Anyway, I love that. That's not why you're. Keep rolling. I'm just going to keep rolling. Welcome back to the show. I'm Jace. That's Holly. Uh, that's Colleen. Hello. Alexis is in a nudist colony. I uh, know she's not. She's just taking a few days. Oh, off. fun. I yeah. thought, thought you had some good stories. She's, no, she's <laughs> just, uh, just relaxing. Uh, we're glad you're here on this Thursday, February 29th. Um, we were just talking about Wendy's and Kirk. What the hell is his name, Holly? Kirk. Uh, Kirk Tanner. Kirk Tanner. It's also, you know, Kirk Tanner also sounds like a villain from an 80s TV te- or yeah. an 80s teen movie. Yeah. Or like uh, somebody who might have shown up on Full House at any given time. Any given time. Oh, yeah. It was Danny's brother, Kirk. Yeah, Kirk. Kirk. There's, you know, they're, Kirk. They're lightly estranged, but, you know, they'll have a very special moment by the end of the episode. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Cue music. Cue yeah. instrumental He's played music. played by Tom Hanks. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, no, this hit, you know, and uh, this is, I, I would put this under the laughing and leaking umbrella because I'm sure this, this news and what it really means, I mean, because it's really just a headline, but what it, what it really means probably reads differently to the three of us and anyone around mm-hmm. our era than it does to, say, Colleen's children. Mm-hmm. And that is Macy's, uh, an American institution, an American retail institution, announced they're closing uh, basically 27% of their stores. That's wild. Uh, they're closing 150 Macy's around the country. One of them is the ginormous flagship store in San Francisco that takes up uh, basically the size of Rhode Island. Uh, It's a lot of real estate Mm. in downtown San Francisco. Yeah, that one's sad. That hits hits hard. Uh Uh-huh. But uh, 150 stores. Mm -hmm. Now, here's... Well, I love a department store. I am old school. I grew up in a mall, so this makes me sad. Right. Uh, I love, but here's where I'm like, you know what? Maybe this isn't a bad thing because I've even said it on the show. Um, these these retailers, any brick and mortar, whether you're a department store or you're just Foot Locker or whatever, or Bath and Body Works, you you, you have to evolve in this era of yeah. online and uh, the dominance of online retailing. You just have to. Uh, I have always said. 
uh, I haven't always said, but here's the thing I, I struggle with with Macy's is I think their footprint was too big mm-hmm. and they were unable they were unable to manage and properly maintain their department stores to make them to make them uh, desirable to anybody. Yeah, um, consistent, consistent, yeah. right? The and I'm not I'm not throwing shade. This is just observable fact. Uh, and I this is a Ringo Starr, peace and love. I say this as a as somebody that wants to love Macy's again. Um. I think this is actually ultimately, though there's a loss of jobs, and that's and I'm not making light of that. I think this is ultimately a good move for them because if I was Macy's, I would not be in every mid-sized city. I would focus on your your big experiment, your experiential locations, Mm -hmm. and and put every dollar, every dollar of your. of your uh, 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 part of your budget. I'm trying to think of the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, you, you, yeah the part of your budget uh, for the physical, I would put every dollar at your disposal to redoing these stores, modernizing them, yeah. pay your people well yeah. and make and lead with customer service. You got to give us a reason to go back into those stores. You just do. Jason, I hope to God that that is what will happen. And I feel I I will be cautiously optimistic about that because I think you're absolutely right. I think there's not only, I mean, there is a perception issue. So Mm -hmm. I'll give you a quick example. Uh, My son, as we talked about yesterday, my, my 17 year old is super into cologne. Oh yeah. Hi Allie. I said to him, I said, buddy, let's go, uh, let's go to the Macy's counter. And he looked at me like, why would we go to the Macy's counter? He goes, there's actual full stores, mom, full of fragrances. And I was like, yeah, like Macy's. Yeah. I go, this is where I went to get fragrances. And you sit there and you can huff them all. And there's somebody there to help you. Just you. You sniff along. And he was like, I don't know if they're going to have what I want. I go, I promise you they'll have. His brain doesn't immediately go like ours does Mm -hmm. to department store will have the thing I want. We went there and he was like, this place is kind of cool. And I was like, you really, I've failed you. Like you <laughs> never, you, and then I think back. You have mm, failed as a parent. I have failed as a parent. He does not understand the department store. But the other thing is to your point, Jason, about kind of it being like a, a luxury experience. Uh, the old Dayton's and my, I swear to you, my mother and my mother-in-law can talk about Dayton's for an hour at minimum about what their experience of Dayton's was when they were young. They have this, this fond memory of, of it being an event to go to Dayton's. You felt special. They brought in, uh, clothing to Minneapolis that you couldn't get anywhere else, right? That kind of mentality is gone when it comes to department stores now. And there is a way to bring it back. There There is is a way. You have to make it. This is the challenge for brick and mortar in general. You have to give people a reason to get off of their couch, stop watching Wheel of Fortune. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Talking to you, Colleen. You don't have to stop watching. You can DVR it for later. And not. uh, You could tape it. You could tape it. It has to be an experience yeah. and you have to give them goods that you can't just go on your phone and buy. Yes. 
it has to be special. And that's why I really do wish. And they and that's kind of what they did announce. Mm-hmm. They're going to be focusing on their uh, higher end uh, yes. portfolio, their Bloomingdale's and their uh, per, the, uh, the blue. I forgot. I've never heard of it. They have another store. Blue Mercury. Blue, mm-hmm. blue Mercury. Yeah. I'd never heard of that in my life. Uh, yeah, we don't. I, we don't have. Anything I don't like think that we here. have that. No. no. Do but, you, huh? Come on. It's fixable. But you gotta get you gotta pay your people well. Yeah. You gotta retrain them. Yep. And you gotta lead with customer service. I, I'll tell you, I know Lex mentions it sometimes. I love Von Mar for that reason. Oh. Uh you That you, is a like you if you have not discovered Von Maurer, that's yes. legit. Because that's customer service. Yes. You walk in there and you are greeted. Um, there's somebody playing uh, uh, the piano. Yeah, uh, it is. It is the closest we have right now to the old school department store yes. era. Yes, you know, Jason, what you just said makes me think about this. This is a thing. My husband and I joke about this, but it's not really a joke. There are restaurants in the Twin Cities that you can in anywhere that you walk into and you instantly feel thirty percent more attractive because you're in that room. That's how I used to feel walking into certain department stores. That's how I feel when I go to Von Maurer. I'm like, yeah. I feel like a different person, right? Yes. If you can create that environment, that is, that'll get people buying things because oh, they the old, feel yeah. like they're somebody different. And Macy's already has that legacy yeah. mm-hmm. seeped into American culture. It's already an icon. It just needs, you know, a nice little polish and a, a facelift. facelift. And yep. other, because Macy's was the depart- event department store for me growing up. And I'm sad about that San Francisco one because that Union Square one, it's like, Grandma's going to take me to Macy's. Oh, oh really? Yeah, oh. Grandma, Grandma's going to take me to Macy's. And we're going to walk around. Yeah. And Louise knew how to work a department store. <laughs> I love that. You know, I've seen pictures of Louise and I, I can I can I buy that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but saying that there is that br- generational bridge mm-hmm. that can be maintained if the right effort is put into Absolutely. place. Absolutely. And I will say, yeah, that with Macy's, just calling it like it is, there is a lack of consistency in their product. Yeah. And it, yeah, it just like some of them are some Macy's are like, yay. And then some Macy's are like, OK, yeah. All right. OK, <laughs> <laughs> we're doing that. But, you know, think of all the buyouts of department stores that have happened over the decades. Yeah. All the merging. All, right. And especially with Macy's like gobbling up oh, all God. sorts of stuff. And so, yeah. you know, with it, within Macy's are all of these legacy brands. And within that, y'all can find. Something. Yeah. Do your thing and do it well. Right. Do and then very we well. will we will respect that. Um, but you don't need to become, you know, m- mega department store in order to do that. We want no. you to actually be an occasion. If you just joined us, we're talking about the news that Macy's is closing 150 of their stores. I felt that way as a, you know, ho- by the way, Holly, may I ask, Louise is the Disneyland grandma, right? Uh, Louise is Disneyland grandma. Okay, yes. Yeah. Oh, God, I love those. <laughs> yeah. Holly showed me one time, uh, Colleen, pictures of Louise rocking, mm-hmm. rocking at Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. The best dressed woman at Disneyland. A hundred thousand percent. Yeah. Back uh, in the fifties, you wear a skirt and heels. Uh huh. Yeah. I can't. Even, you can you imagine wearing high heels I, at Disney, Jason? No, no. I, I barely, no, I barely get dressed at Disney now, but yeah. <laughs> No, I'll just uh, uh, one more little anecdote. Uh, 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 Holly talking about Louise and, and and Macy's in San Fran. 
I felt this way as, you know, I, I didn't grow up around here. I grew up in Chicagoland, and you know where I'm going to go with this. That was Marshall Fields for yeah. us. Uh, yep. You know, Marshall Fields was everything. I mean, Oprah mentioned it every other day. Uh, Marshall Fields was featured in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. If you look at the shopping bags that the Griswolds have, they're that deep green and that legendary kind of cursive, messy uh, font uh, that was the Marshall Fields logo. Mm-hmm. and. Marshall Fields on State Street in Chicago was a Christmas destination. Forget the North Pole. You went to Marshall Fields. Yes. And it was glorious. The decorations, the music, the smells. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm getting goosebumps. It it was just, it was an experience. Yeah. You didn't want to leave. Yes. And that was Dayton's here. I mean, it was the same exact thing. It was like to, to go downtown to Dayton's. To do your Christmas shopping as a family, to eat at the Rosewood Room or at the, you know, the Sky Room, to to ride the escalators, to to walk by the Oval Room where they had all the fancy stuff that you could not afford, like it was an occasion. Yeah, yep. Draw me in, Macy's. Draw. We want to come. Yes. Do all these things. Just we we did. Holly, Colleen, and I just gave you all of this for free. Yeah. this consulting for Cheers. free. Mm-hmm. Come on. No You're dynamic welcome. pricing here. And all no. prior to 7 a.m. I mean, yeah. listen. Right. Seriously. It doesn't get much better than that. No. No, it does not. No, it really <laughs> does not. So thank you, Macy's. Please do better. And please pay your people well. And yes. uh, yeah. And clean those stores, girl. Empty shelves are not attractive. Mm-mm, not cute. Nope. Join Team My Talk for Big Climb Minneapolis. This is the 10th year. Saturday, April 20th, benefiting the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Donna Valentine and Matt Belanger will be climbing to this music, actually. <laughs> this is uh, going to be done at U.S. Bank Stadium. MyTalk1071.com. Use keyword Kalime. We're going to do a pop of pop culture. Holly leads our tribute. So I hate saying this to the one and only Richard Lewis. We'll be right back. It's Jason for MSP. I love getting your MSP and your travel questions. Keep them coming. I love helping you. I was a travel agent in another life. I swear I was. Uh, today, food food, and food tips I'm going to give you. I just did a huge, extensive tour of, of MSP, and I learned all sorts of little secrets. The first one is all the new restaurants coming, and all the new restaurants that have already opened. The first one is in the main mall, and that is Justin Sutherland's newest concept, Northern Soul. I tried the chicken sandwich there. I am really picky with chicken sandwiches, and that was one of the best. So get there early and try Northern Soul. Or if you want a burger, run to Red. Red Cow's there in a cute little food truck booth. And that's the great thing. MSP make is so great you want to get there early. I'm flying out tomorrow, and I'm getting there early just to shop and eat and, well, you know, maybe a little cocktail. From ticketing to takeoff, our MSP is the best. Here's a comedy moment on Jason and Alexis in the morning. Um, I'm thrilled to be here. I'm excited. I'm just a little paranoid tonight. I, ha- I haven't performed in a couple of months, and, uh, and yet, hey, I'm paranoid about everything in my life. Even at home, I, on my stationary bike, I have a rearview mirror, which I'm not thrilled about. <laughs> and sadly, my last shrink, she just she retired about a week ago. I'm freaked out, and it was... It was sort of uh, a nightmare. She was, she was only 24. I guess I burned her out real fast. And uh, 
The last session was unbelievable. She set herself on fire. She ran out of the session going, no mas, no mas. You know. <laughs> so what do you do? I'm on the road. I'm a comic. You know, you go to these clinics and all these rip-off clinics now. I was in, I was in Dallas. I had this therapy amusement park, Six Flags over Bellevue, you know. And... <laughs> but hey, what's my problem? What's your pro For me, I have bad posture. I have low self-esteem. I'm unhappy about it. I, I could blame my parents. I want to blame my parents for practically everything. I Look. After high school, I said, what should I do? I have no idea what I should do. And they went, well, we think you should run away with the circus. And that wasn't good for me. <laughs> this has been a comedy moment on Jason and Alexis in the morning. The great Richard Lewis. <sighs> Welcome back. It's hard to say this, mm -hmm. but we lost him yesterday, right, Holly? Yeah, his publicist said that he died from a heart attack yesterday. Uh, this after Richard Lewis was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease last year. He said he was pulling back from show business at, at 76. And when too, he died. Too young. Yeah, now he did, he is currently featured on season 12 of Curb Your Enthusiasm. So he did make a comeback to the show. Yeah. But you know, Richard <laughs> Lewis is a comedian's comedian. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's been around show business for decades, starting in stand-up in the, in the 80s and 90s when the stand-up boom was happening. He had his own sitcom in the early 90s with Jamie Lee Curtis, if you remember that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Anything but love. Yep. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. And uh, he had a couple of other sitcoms, too. He was in movies of famously Robin Hood, Men in Tights, the Mel Brooks parody back in the early 90s. Mm -hmm. uh, he was also in the drama Leaving Las Vegas, which is not a comedy. Nope. Nope. Not nope. at all. Noted. No. Not a comedy. Yeah. You know, and he, look, Richard Lewis got real. Yeah. And he was very candid with his battle with alcohol and drugs. And he did say that his decision to get sober was partly inspired by the death of John Candy back in 1994. Wow. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh. look, yeah, I've dedicated my life to comedy and sobriety. And a couple of years ago when he made a statement after his uh, Parkinson's diagnosis, he's just like, look, I have had a wonderful life. Oh. And his BFF Larry David made a statement oh my, too. This is oh, what like, did Larry say? You guys, the, I just have to say before you read this, my husband read this to me last night and I was not prepared for the heart of it because it's Larry David, right? It's Larry David. And yeah. you know, like there's going to be a humor angle, but you, there was, I just read it. I literally, it's so, it's so perfect. Oh, it's just, just, just very brief. This yeah. is what Larry David wrote about the late Richard Lewis. He said, Richard and I were born three days apart in the same hospital. And for most of my life, he's been like a brother to me. He had a rare combination of being the funniest person and also the sweetest but today he made me sob, and for that, I'll never forgive him. Is that not just like <laughs> oh. the most perfect Larry David? Perfectly balanced. Yes, like he landed the plane. Mm -hmm. He like yeah. he like had a punchline for the sweetest tribute ever. Very sweet. Yeah. You know, I, I, I like, I'll go. Uh, oh, I was just going to oh, say no, Cheryl Hines had yeah. a sweet one too. What did she uh, say? She wrote. Uh, uh, we're here. Here, this is my favorite part. Yes, he was the comedian I fell in love with, but he was also one of the most loving people I know. He would take time to tell the people he loved what they meant to him, especially in recent years. In between takes on Curb, he would pull me aside and tell me how special I was to him and how much he loved me. To be loved by Richard Lewis, um, a little ad popped up, a true gift. Mm -hmm. I love you, Richard. You will be missed.
So sweet. That's Cheryl Hines. That yeah, so sweet. Yeah, yeah. So clearly, you know, John Stewart, Albert Brooks, Paul Feig, Jamie Lee Curtis, all coming out to pay tribute to Albert Brooks. So clearly, Ooh. he was beloved in the entertainment business yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, it is one of those things you can kind of tell the barometer. Mm-hmm. The fact that so many uh, from every uh, pillar of entertainment, I saw them posting on social yesterday. Just yeah. uh, what 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 an impact that he had on them. It, yeah, and I just like my heart breaks so young, so young and just like what a huge loss. But mm-hmm. like you said, I mean, you can see him right now in the current season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And if you I, I fell off of Curb for a while because Larry David got a little too curmudgeon even for me. And I love Larry David. Um, but this is a great time to dip back in. Yeah. I'm, Holly has me starting it. I had never really watched it, so oh. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm. It's a brilliant show. I mean, it gives you all the Seinfeld vibes, but yeah. like elevated. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I'm it's enjoying so the journey. It, well, I I thought it was uh, we'd be remiss, and I thought it was appropriate. I I made myself a little note because it's uh, so important, especially here locally. I know people are listening all over the place, Paris, uh, but. Um, obviously, the last uh, a couple weeks, uh, the last 24 hours has been very difficult yeah. uh, for the community of Burnsville, mm-hmm. uh, for the metro at large. Um, we just want to say, and I know uh, I'm not going to say thoughts and prayers because I just think that is so generic now mm-hmm. that it is kind of meaningless. Empty. It's very empty and putting, you know, I, I, I just wanted to take a moment on behalf of all of us. Because um, it's easy to do that on day one. It's easy to do that the day of the memorial, which was yesterday. But I, I often think of people grieving uh, on day four mm-hmm. or day five mm-hmm. when everyone's left. The potato salad is yes. gone and they're left alone with their grief. Yeah. So on that note, I know you two share. I, I'm, we're just thinking of the colleagues, the family, the children of uh, of the first responders that we lost in Burnsville. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And to the thousands, it was a beautiful sight to see the thousands. I'm looking at an aerial picture right now oh. that came out yesterday. Was- I mean, remarkable and also important and yeah, and and deserving. Yeah, you know, this was this was a moment that we needed to take a collective pause. Yep. And what you know, hero is overused, but when you run into the face of danger yeah. to save seven kids, that's a damn hero. The very that's- definition of it. Yep. Don't don't need to be an Avenger to be a hero. So mm-hmm. Burnsville. Uh, we're thinking of you. We're going to take a break. When we come back, hour two begins. We have a question for Holly Roberts. How did the Oak Ridge Boys uh, uh, music bomb go? I don't I don't know this. I, uh, do they even notice? We don't know. Plus, uh, hot topics and more. We'll-